Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stuck in the Suburbs. I'm Alex Alsacer, and this is the second episode. I haven't made an episode in a long time, not a long time, but in a while since um, my first episode. And basically, yeah, and we have a special guest here. I'm not going to announce him yet, but we're, I'm just going to tell you what we're going to be talking about today. Today, as you can see from our intro song, which we're going to do every week, um, it's a cautionary tale from Mean Girls Musical um, on Broadway. So we're going to be talking about Broadway musicals or just Broadway in general and talking about friendships um, and like the, just everything that goes along with friendships. And so my guest here today is one of my dear frenemies, Maddie Olderog. Hi, guys. And yeah, so if you are from our school, <laughs> you, you, know would know. you would know what happened but um yeah so we're gonna talk about some she has some topics i think she's gonna start us off because she's the one who helped me today i guess but yeah so we're gonna start off and she's going to be talking for us okay so i'm gonna start off with a little bit about the mean girls musical like movie musical so mean girls the movie came out in 2004 the musical came out in 2018, and now they are planning a Mean Girls musical movie. So they're doing a movie interpretation of the musical, and I'm very excited about it. Um, as a Regina George want wannabe, I just definitely <laughs> I feel like it's it's gonna be a, mean a lot to me, and I feel like the casting stuff is gonna mean a lot as well. Um, if the cast isn't you know, the best, I might be a little bit disappointed. So I thought it would be fun for me and Alex to both kind of talk about our dream casts. Yes. So do you want to go first to your dream cast? My dream cast? Yeah. I feel like you should go first because okay. I didn't really Actually, think about it that much. Down. She has hers written down. That's I would how... say, while she's looking for that stuff, I would say that I feel like Mean, Girl, mean Girls the Musical, the movie, is going to be really good and aspects that if they pick the right cast and they do it well, and they kind of, they don't, I don't want them to veer off that much from the musical and have more of like a central type that they have teenagers instead of like a 27 or 30 year old playing yeah. a teenager in high school. Cause Mean Girls is about being a junior in high school, but yes. So um, I'm a big fan of like having professional Broadway performers because that's, their like cup of tea that's what they're extremely good at but I also think it's also good to give celebrities a chance like also it'll help the movie perform better um so for Regina George I picked Renee Rapp I freaking love Renee Rapp I adore her she's amazing she sings the role incredibly and I think she'd be really 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 good in music in a movie as well for Karen Smith I picked Kate Rockwell yes she's older but she performs this role incredibly and i could not picture anyone else playing karen she just does it so well um i'm kind of indecisive with my katie heron i don't really have that one set in stone yet um so i don't really know who i want to be that one for gretchen i thought it'd be really cool to have ariana grande be gretchen i just feel like it would be something interesting you know on sam and cat when she was kind of like the shy girl i definitely feel like she could perform gretchen wieners very well for Janice Ian, I was kind of undecided. I really, really, really love how Barrett performs it. Um, I think you said Sophia and Caruso at one point yeah. would be a good choice. I prefer Barrett's voice over Sophia's, but that is literally just my opinion. No hate here. 
For Damien, I picked Gray Hansen because literally, duh. And I don't know of many other people. I guess you could also have um, Jonathan Bennett play Damien now that he is out of the closet as gay, even though in the original movie he played Aaron Samuels. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, and I think for Miss Norberry and Mrs. George, I think it would be really fun to see like Tina Fey like reprise that role in a way, um, maybe minus the singing. But I think Carrie Butler performed it extremely well on Broadway. Um, she actually played all the adult female roles. So that's kind of my dream cast. I kind of just did the plastics, Kate. I didn't really pick a Katie, and then I did um, Janice and Damien and the adult woman. So Yeah. yeah. Um, so my dream cast, I didn't really plan it out, but I had a general idea. Um, for my Katie Heron, I love this woman so much, and I love her music, and she actually did play Katie Heron on Broadway. I don't know what version was it it was sabrina carpenter yeah she started 2020 right before the broadway shutdown yeah and she has been in um, a lot of she's been on broadway she's also a really good singer and she's been in tv and film which is a great kind of a great thing to have when you're going into something like this and i would love sabrina carpenter as this i love erica henningsen but i feel like to have a new kind of thing i feel like us fans we kind of want something similar but I've, something different at the same time okay. for my regina george i pick renee because i just feel like she's young enough to do it and she just does it so well and i literally can't think of anyone else except her or taylor louderman i cannot pick i cannot pick anybody else to be regina or maddie if she wants to do it. That's a dream, um, but it will never happen. It's okay. Gretchen Wieners, I never really thought about. Her and Karen, I never really thought about because the actress who played Gretchen on Broadway, the first actress, Ashley Park, I love her. I would love her in that movie, but I also love Christina. Yeah, Christina Alabato performs Gretchen extremely well. She's a little bit more of a belty Gretchen, whereas Ashley Park is more of like a soft falsetto kind of Gretchen. Yeah. Um, for Karen Smith, I have no idea. I love Kate Rockwell, but I, whenever I see anybody else in the role of Karen, I just don't think it looks right. I feel like Kate Rockwell does it so good and she has the look. I'm not saying that Kate Rockwell was dumb, but no, she has extremely intelligent. Yeah, she has that. Yeah, she has that look when she's in the Karen thing. She looks dumb and Karen is dumb. Just dumb, really yeah. dumb witted. Not that smart. I would love Kate Rockwell in that part, or I don't know. But um, Janice, I would love Sophia Ann Crusoe because she's also, okay, I love Barrett so much. And I think she does the role the best out of everyone who has ever done that role, except the original. I'm sorry. I really love the like Mean Girls movie, Janice. Love her, although she's not even a singer, but I just like that. I love OGs, but. Lizzie Kaplan, she's great. Yes. Um, so for Janice, I would love Sophia Ann Crusoe because she has been on Broadway before, but she's not on Broadway now because she's doing TV and film, which is another good thing, like I mentioned before. But um, Barrett and Sophia Ann would probably be my top picks for Janice. Damien Hubbard, Gray Henson. I cannot think of anybody else. The yeah. Chad Burris, who is um, Damien now, um, who took over from Gray, um, I don't think he fills the role at all. And I think you need someone who has that spirit. Um, from, I uh, recently it was October 3rd, 
obviously. What day is it? Third, our Mean Girls Day. Um, they had two reunions. They were not reunions for Mean Girls, but they had a reunion for the movie and then like a get together with the cast from the musical. And I watched both of them and um, uh, there was this one part of the reunion. So I'm like taking this over for a little bit. But um, the original actor in Mean Girls, the movie from 2004, who played Damien, she had a really inspiring story that um, a kid that like was really inspired by the movie. And he was like, I've never seen someone just like me on stage or um, on in the movie um, who was more bigger or who was gay and op like out openly and wasn't getting hate from it. And that really inspired him and he like got really emotional. And I just feel like you need someone like that on stage who fits the description. And I like personally wouldn't put like someone I don't know if this is bad or not, but like I wouldn't put myself being like skinny. You need someone who has that feel of Damien and everyone like will be happy with it. You can't have someone who veers off, you know? And yeah, I've, I would just pick gray. Miss um, Heron, I have, I would feel like I would pick Miss Butler, Carrie Butler. Carrie Butler. I think she just plays the adult woman so well. I yeah. can't see someone else. And she's in a, she's been in, a lot, a lot of, of Broadway musicals, and I feel like she could do that real well. Miss Norberry, Tina Fey, I have yeah. no one else. I just feel like because she is the book writer, the director of the movie. She and, deserves a role. Yeah, and I, I feel like she should reprise it. I don't know about vocals for her, because she's like, I don't really sing. I think yeah. you could use someone else for the vocals, but I think it would be really cool to see her reprise the role. Yeah, so the next one is Miss George, and, um, I don't know if Maddie's gonna agree with me on this, but I, Kristen Chenoweth. Yes! She played yes. Dove Cameron's mom in Descendants and she filled that kind of evil role. And she also played uh, Miss Von Tussle in Hairspray Live. And I think she fills, she does that role so well. She, well, she won't be evil in this role, obviously. Miss um, George is more like, kind of like. A regular mom, a cool mom. Yeah, she's a cool mom. But I feel like she could do this well, really well, because she has so much experience from being on Wicked and just kind of being that essence. Um, for Aaron Samuels, I've, I really like Kyle Seleg. I think that's how you say his last name. Seleg. Seleg. I really like him. He's actually him. dating Eric Evans. I know. They're cute. Cute. Um, I feel like Kyle should do it, because I literally, it's the same with um, um, Karen. I can't see, or like, um, yeah, Cameron no. Dallas should not do that. Yeah, that Cameron Dallas, no. But, like, it's the same with Karen. I can't see anybody else doing it than Kyle. And I can't, I literally can't think of anybody else except, like, a guy who's 40. But that's, yeah. Um, I don't know who, for Kevin G, maybe the original actor. Um, Mr. Duvall, I feel like the original actor should do it. Um, and then the rest are ensembles and swings. And so I don't. I don't think they're they're important, but at the same time, they they're don't important have, and they'll be in there. But I feel like they'll they be, will have they'll be more extras. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So though that's kind of my Dreamcast. Um. And so another topic, Dreamcast Part Two, not for Mean Girls. This one is going to be for Wicked, the oh, musical, the movie. Because me and extremely picky about this. Me and Maddie are very like at each other's necks with this one because I. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say at each other's necks. I feel like I have a vision for this movie because Wicked 
means so much to me. It was the first musical that I ever listened to and kind of like wanted me, like made me want to do theater and pursue it. Like I, I do theater quite often. I do local, you know, professional that stuff. It's like that show is like my world and like my being. I could not see celebrities playing those roles. I can't do it. I literally can't. So um, I'm going to say for my dream cast for Wicked, um, I, a lot of people are like, Alphabet should be played by Ariana Grande. I could not disagree anymore. I just feel like, um, okay, I'm just going to do um, Alphabet and Glinda and like a couple of other people because um, I'm just so picky. Um, so because of how many people have been in and out of the role of Elphaba and Glinda, um, I think it's super important to have like people who have had multiple experiences in theater, not saying that Ariana Grande is not experienced in theater. When I watched her sing The Wizard and I on, um, a very wicked Halloween, that reunion thing for 15 years, um, on Broadway, I just thought she oversang the role. Now that's my opinion. I feel like I really, 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 really like the classic musical theater voice, bright, forward, grotto. And she added riffs in there. Not saying that riffs are bad, but she just didn't sing it as well as I was expecting her to sing it. So I do not want Ariana Grande to do it. I would say I think Jessica Voss plays it extremely well. Um, I also think Hannah Corneau plays it incredibly. She was the one I saw on Broadway and it was amazing. Um, as far as Glinda goes, yes, Kristen Chenoweth was incredible and I can't see anyone else in that role, but I really think Cara Lindsay or Kara, I don't even know how you say it. You know how those names are. Kara Lindsay um, played that role so incredibly and she actually just had a baby so I could see her doing this like as a first job after. So those are my two picks for Alphaba and Glinda. I'm not super picky about the other characters, but for me, Alpha and Glinda are like the people I need to have the perfect roles in order for me to see it. So those are my Alpha and Glinda. So I would say Jessica Voss for Hannah Cornell and then Car Carol Lindsay for Glinda. Yeah. Um, see, I'm not as big as a fan as her, but I have like, I have listened to the whole thing and I have watched video, many, many, many videos of it. And I have a list. I prepared for this. Of course you do. Um, Elphaba, she's going to not agree with me on this one. I do think Ariana Grande should play Elphaba. Um, I do believe in having most main roles people actually from Broadway. Um, but I think Ariana Grande could do it because she's such a, such a good, great performer and actress and singer, and she has the range to do it um, as of other artists. If I was to pick anyone else, for Alphaba, it'd probably just be the original Adina Menzel because it is a mature role and they're older. And this role is more set in college, more than like the age range is more in college from Alphaba and Glinda. And that would be my Alphaba. Um, now, my Glinda, I have been thinking about a lot. It was between Dove Cameron and another artist, but I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, I have. I listened to this group, and I don't know if Maddie knows who they are. I'm pretty sure she probably does, but the group is called Little Mix, and one of their singers is Perry Edwards. I think Perry Edwards would be a, a great Glinda. I haven't really seen Perry Edwards in any movies or TV, but she is a great singer, and I feel like she has the look, 
although they might use like wigs and everything, but I feel like Perry Edwards would be really good for those two roles. Um, now, Furio. Uh, is his name? Fierro. Fierro. I didn't even cast this. I just did Alpha and Linda. Oh. I just did Well, I have, I have like. Go for it. Um, Brendan Neary, because he. Okay, don't say that about my man. He's literally like an Brendan icon. Neary. And I feel like he could do it so well because he's like, he has the dark essence in his look and he has I a think, sound he could do. I think Ryan McClacken, or however the hell you say it, he should do it. He played it for a short time on Broadway and was so good. Um, oh, and for The Wizard, 100% Kevin Chamberlain. Are you kidding me? Bring that Bertram back, but into The Wizard. Um, who do you think about Madame Morrible? Because uh, I know who Nancy I want. Opal. I said Meryl Streep. Do I hate Meryl Streep? I feel... I feel like she could do it so well because she's like, I, this is my opinion. She is the most talented person I probably know. I want Dolly Parton in that one. Dolly Parton would be really good, but I feel like this is something that you need to have more kind of like, I think Meryl Streep can do it. She's done Mamma Mia. And I feel like, and she's doing, if you know about this, she's doing Prom the Musical um, that Ryan Murphy, who is the director of American Horror Story, Scream Queens, um, and a bunch of other shows, Glee. And um, he is doing a movie on Prom the Musical and putting on Netflix and Meryl Streep is in that, along with James Corden, Carrie Washington, and some of the original cast from Prom the Musical. Um, the Wizard, Bertram, or- Kevin Chamberlain. Kevin Chamberlain. I mean, go you. But I saw him on, I saw him when he was on Broadway. Absolutely incredible. I think he could have the look, but I feel like Hugh Jackman, who has a lot, a lot of movie and musical experience because he's so does Kevin Chamberlain. So, so does Kevin Chamberlain, but I feel like Hugh Jackman's more movie oriented and he could be good and he has he has that kind of actor ability to do that. Um for my others, um I can't believe you're going this deep into it. I just did not fun. I don't really care about the other ones. Nessa Rose? That's how you say her name? Yeah. Barrett. Barrett. I want I want as many as Broadway actors to be in there, but I also want as many as movie actors to be in there because this musical is so iconic. I it's the most iconic musical out of all of Broadway, except mm -hmm. like there's like Mamma Mia, but like I think this one's higher than a lot of them. She could do it so well because she is like that type of person who just goes all out for a role. If you look at her doing Janice, she could do it so well. And basically, that's all I have for Wicked. And I don't think I have any other musicals because a lot of them are already being made. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they did make a Beetlejuice, the musical, the movie, I think that'd be awesome. And I just, I would, in my sense, I'd probably just pick the original cast because they do, all do so well, except for the new, um, what's her name? Lydia. Lydia. I like Sophia Ann Caruso. I don't like Presley Ryan. I think Presley Ryan does it so much better because I noticed um, I saw Beetlejuice when it like first opened on Broadway and I saw Sophia Ann Caruso's first performance and then I saw one of her last performances and the amount of vocal damage that happened because of how high those belts are, I don't think she was like placing it correctly. Um, she had a lot of vocal damage so in the end it was very tight and like restrained where especially Brian has such a young voice, her voice is so maturing. And we're back. Sorry, um, the recording ended, so she's going to continue. So I just think Presley Ryan's voice is 
she's younger, she's still maturing. I feel like she would perform the role very well. Yes, Sophia Cruz was in the original cast, but the amount of vocal damage that happened um, in the show, I wouldn't want her to put her voice at risk again. I've been through multiple vocal injuries and it's definitely hard to recover from. So I wouldn't want her to get a vocal injury and then have to kind of put her career on halt. So that's why I would pick Presley Ryan. Um, but I think the rest of the cast for Beetlejuice is really good. I think Carrie Butler is amazing in that show. So I'm pretty happy with that. I just wish Sophia and Caruso out for Presley Ryan. Um, yeah, I, I know that Sophia and I've seen a lot of videos of her and I, I love her. I adore her. I feel like I would only pick her just because she does dead mom so well. That's probably the only reason I would pick her. She does have the essence and like the look of um, obviously Lydia. She has like, she does really the comedy well and she just does that all well. But I feel like Presley Ryan will do good if she, if they do do something like that mm -hmm. in the far future. Um, Beetlejuice, Alex. Yeah, Heitman. for sure. Uh, I he does it so well. Like, yeah, like I wouldn't. I, could, I couldn't see anything. Yeah, I literally no. Um, Carrie Butler, I feel like she'd stay. Leslie, I couldn't see anyone else. Is the thing I for Leslie, Maybe I Reba. I mean, yeah, but I feel like Leslie. She does the um, girl during what I know now. Mm -hmm. She does her so well for. Delia, I feel like they should bring back um, the original Delia mm -hmm. from the movie because she is a singer and she is very she is, and she was in the movie obviously and she's been in a lot of movies. I don't want I I can't remember her what her name is. I'm thinking of someone else, but I'm thinking about Adam's family. But um, the original Delia, I feel like she could do it well because she was in the Nightmare Before Christmas and she plays one of she plays Sally and she also plays one of the little kids who's dead. And basically, that's it for, like, recastings. Do we want to talk about anything else Broadway really Um. So the Broadway set shutdown was just extended till May 30th. Yeah. Which is very emotional for me. I am itching to get back on stage, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. So hopefully maybe some local theater will open up again in our area, and hopefully the school musical is on. Um but I'm just really itching to get back on stage. It's my happy place, it's my home. So the second stage is open, I'm going to see a show. It's the second I'm doing, I can't. Yeah, I have really, the past two years, I've been, I've been just like becoming in love with Broadway because of Maddie, mostly. And just because I never really looked into it more that much, but now I'm just like, I relate with so many things and I love these musicals and I love the roles and I love the music. And basically, that's all I have to say. Um, another thing I want to ask you is if you were to have any movie, like, any time, mm -hmm. become, like, a Broadway musical, which one would you pick? That's a hard question. Because a lot of, like, really iconic movies have become musicals. Yeah. Um, that's really hard. I think you could do any form of it. Okay, when Frozen was a musical, it was really, really, really good, but they just didn't make a lot of money off of it, yeah. so therefore it closed, which is sad. Um, but that was a really, really good musical. I think you could do any movie and make it into a musical. Yeah. I think it's definitely easier with if they have some songs in it, so maybe 
maybe lean a little bit more towards Disney, but I don't know. I think I trust creative team in Broadway. Like they just, the creative teams in Broadway are just so amazing and talented. I think it's super, it's like a good idea to put any movie into a musical, but I don't have a particular one that I'm like, I need to see this one as. Um, Clueless was a musical, but it wasn't on Broadway. It was not, it was off Broadway. It was off Broadway, but I would love to see that on Broadway. Or yeah. they did Heather's wasn't that was on West End, right? Or was it off Broadway? It was, it was on Broadway and um, West End. Heather's was. Yes. I feel like they could do Heather's, but I feel like they should redo it because I think if there's like a revival, I want to see more than anything, anything else in the world. I would. Oh, it's so hard because there's so many musicals that just closed because of there's a lot of musicals that are going to close because of this Broadway shutdown and money and things like that. It's hard. I think Beetlejuice should go back on Broadway. It just closed. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a really good revival. Because it's made a lot of money for Broadway as well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the most But I, also, I would really like to see Heather's redone as well. Yeah. Because um, with their concept that they had. Um, I did see some, I only seen like certain parts of Heather's, but I feel like they could do a bigger production, like Mean and, Girls. And Legally Blonde. And Legally Blonde, I feel like it should come back because that is probably one of my most favorite, more female musicals. Also, Grease, that was, okay, there's a lot now, now I'm thinking. <laughs> Annie, Grease, Annie was my first musical, I played Annie, surprise. Icon. I know. Um, Annie was my first musical and I played Annie. It was in a really, really small studio. Um, and I don't even think we ever really did a performance, but I think we recorded it and gave it to our parents. Um, and then I was in, um, Sound of Music and Grease. And I just would love to see all those musicals come back and maybe have a new modern twist to it. Yeah. More of like a modern twist, but having the same essence that, that they had. But I feel like all those musicals need a bigger production. The Heathers was really not paid that much. Yeah. And didn't have really like a big budget. And I feel like if they did something like Beetlejuice or Mean Girls, like more of a production like that, it could be really iconic. Cause yeah. I didn't think they had more much of a set than they should have. And they yeah. could have more iconic people be in it. Yeah. Um I don't really know. Clueless would be a really good musical on Broadway if they redid it all because I didn't really like the off-Broadway feel of it because it just wasn't my kind of type of tea. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't think of movies, but if I, I don't know. There's so much Yeah, out there. I feel like there's a lot out there that could be really, really good if it was transformed into a musical to be on stage. I mean, if they could do Beetlejuice, I feel like a Nightmare Before Christmas one would be really cool. Yeah. But at the same time, they're cartoons. And it's it's low-key really hard to replicate what's a cartoon It's from hard, there. but if you get the right people to do it, the right creative team, I think it would be amazing. Um, also, Music Man, which has replaced Beetlejuice and is taking over. What theater were they in? Uh, Winter Garden. Winter Garden. And who's in that? Is it Hugh Jackman? I am not. Sutton Foster is the main female role in the new music man which Sutton Foster I don't care what anyone says I she's I feel like she's the best she's a Broadway actress she's literally an icon and she was in I feel like everyone's gonna hate me she wasn't only in that one she was in Trek she played Fiona but she was yeah. really well in that that's 
Ooh, a Shrek. She's a Duloc. Duloc, yeah. She was a Duloc. Maddie is a Duloc character. I also had a very small role because Mr. Ingram hated me. I was knight number three. So. But you were main captain in The Little Mermaid. I was the pilot in The oh. Mermaid. Okay, we're off Broadway now. We're going <laughs> We're going to live action remakes of Disney films. I don't even want to get into that because it pisses me off so much. Okay, we're going to talk though. We're talking about no. The Little Mermaid. Okay, we're not talking about The Little Mermaid. Because I'm screaming. I'll just give my okay. I feel like the Little Mermaid is really set up for greatness right now. Um, Prince Eric, I do not like who they picked. I feel like they should have picked Harry Styles, but Harry Styles is working on um, Don't Worry Darling, which is a gay film, which is iconic because I think he's gay, but, um, which is going to be really iconic. But I do feel like they have a really good thing going for The Little Mermaid. Um, another movie, Disney Princess remake, I feel like would be really good. Her not Princess, Hercules. Oh, see, I would like to see Brave. I think Brave is such an underrated, and it's so such a good movie as well. I would love to see that as a remake. Yeah. Live action type thing. I think that would be really good. But that's the only one that I really want. I'm not happy with the Little Mermaid cast because of certain reasons that I will not get into because people will think that, yes, and there's a reason why, and I will tell you later. Yes. Um, yes. So we're like giving, we're, we're like, giving ASL to each other. Um, <laughs> I do feel like, okay, so one of the actresses that I love that's in Miss Little Mermaid remake, I would say is Ursula, Melissa. Hey guys, um, next section. Sorry, we went out to talk a little bit. Okay. So we just cut out a part. And you're not going to hear it. It's all my bad. My it bad. might be in the I'll year of 2040,000 that you'll hear that, but maybe when we're dead. Um, but um, the next <laughs> part we're going to talk about is friendships. Ooh, if I could oh add in like little Ooh. sound effects, I could, but I'm not that technically advanced. I'll give you a little synopsis of what happened. I'd love to hear your synopsis. <laughs> well, it's not like an opinion or like my reason. It's but I, I want to know, okay, just go. Okay. Um, so me and Maddie stopping friends <laughs> on July, July 20th. 20th. I don't know why I was thinking of July 13th. 13 is my lucky number, by the way. No, AKA Taylor Swift's lucky you number. You were so lucky that you canceled me. <laughs> so yeah, we stopped being friends for some reasons that we're not going to bring up actually, because you know what? Love and light. And that's right. You are planted where you are. You grow where you are planted. Thank you, yes. Mr. Bjornsson. Um, <laughs> um, that, um, yeah, we're not going to talk about that part, but we stopped being friends for a reason. And I do think us coming back together is probably the highlight of my year. Actually, um, Katy Perry's release of Smile was actually the highlight of my year. Sorry. I'm a big fan. Oh, folklore. Yes, Icon. We'll talk about that next episode, actually. Already have that plan. But, um, yeah, so yeah, we stopped being friends for a while until like mm -hmm. a week ago. Yeah. Or maybe this week, I don't know. Like 10 days. 10 days ago. And, you know, I was kind of affected in the way by other people being like, this is how she thinks, this is why you shouldn't be friends with her, because she is this way, because she is, um, um, because she's, she supports different things than I do, you know? Um, which there is some things I said about her, which I shouldn't have done. 
because you know what? I'm not really an in-person. I'm not Regina George, Maddie. <laughs> um, I am not, I'm not a mean person. And I know a lot of people know that about me. If like, I don't like thinking about when people think differently, differently than me that I don't, that I can't be friends with them. And another thing I'm gonna bring up is I talked to one of my friends a few days ago or a week ago about how, you know, with all this election stuff going on, um, I know we're getting political, I don't, usually don't do that, but um, with Trump and Pence and just everyone, I was talking to one of my friends and we've been friends since like sixth grade. And I was like, you know, we're all human and humans need to respect each other no matter what. You know, I think what's not respectable, what you shouldn't respect people for is them being racist, homophobic or transphobic or anything that's phobic or just against anyone, you know? Um, but I also feel like you shouldn't be like, I'm not gonna give you respect because you are a Trump supporter. I'm not gonna give you respect because you're a Biden supporter. It doesn't matter. We are all human. We're all gonna love each other by the end of the day. It's my one motto that I've learned from one of my people that I'm very inspired by is Katy Perry. She always says, I know Maddie's laughing at me. I'm sorry, it's <laughs> everything. I'm Katy Perry, everything goes back through. <laughs> she always says love and light. And I feel like that's all we need to think about, you know? People think differently and you're just gonna have to get over it, you know? Yeah. People are not gonna have the same views as you. And I know Maddie doesn't have the same views as me. I don't she doesn't I don't have the same views as her. But the nice thing about us is we can find our common ground and we can politely talk about it and yeah. it doesn't have to get aggressive and we can find a common ground. No, your humans have like this way of just like finding things that make them whole and equal to each other. And so I think if you can find that in any form of relationship, whether it's like a friendship, whether it's like romantic, um, partnership, whatever you're in, um, I just think finding that common ground in any situation is very mature and a good thing to do. And it was something that a lot of people hate me and it's because people say things that aren't true. And, um, it's like definitely hard to go to school every day. Like I dread going to school because I'm hated by everyone. Not that I need to be loved by everyone. That's not the thing. But people have zero respect for me when I have 100% respect for them because I respect different people's opinions. Um, and yeah. And there were also things going around about me and Alex that weren't true and happened and were a thing like nine months prior. So that did not need to happen either. But it yeah so yeah and so and also around that time oh my god i i literally sounded i was crying <laughs> around that so time <laughs> around that time i was going through a very very hard time and maddie might know some of the reasons you know um i've been dealing with a lot of school stuff um personal via work personal identity stuff um kind of like relationship stuff as well um i with my i'm not going to get too into this because this is that's going to be another episode but having two relationships go or at least actually three relationships go bad in the span of six months was not really my ideal way of getting out there and it kind of put me in a place where i was like i don't know what to do and i kind of got a little crazy in the way that I was just like, I don't, I, what am I doing wrong? I don't think I'm doing any wrong. There's all these different reasons and they want me to fix different reasons, but I don't know how to fix those 
if it's just going to make the next relationship worse because I don't know what the next relationship is going to be about. And so, and there's family stuff going on too. And so I was just not, and also with me being different in a way that I'm probably not going to get into because I don't know who listens to this actually. So um, I don't know if people can hear this, but um, <laughs> I just was sort of, um, but in a different way. So I feel back into what I was talking about actually. So I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, I make weird sounds as well. So that's new. Um, I just feel like you should respect everyone's political view, whether what it is, you know, stop doing dumb shit like I did, because that was, I'm stupid, you know? Um, you know, I've, I've come from a family that's very loving and supporting, but they are also Trump supporters. And you know, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yes, we fight sometimes over little things about politics, but you know, families do that. Families, friends, spouses, loved ones, partners, boyfriends, girlfriends, we all fight. Yes, and I just wanna say, the reason the whole friendship falling with Alex was so shocking to me is because we had never fought. We had never yeah. gotten into an argument. We've never been like, oh, toss the hand type thing. But um, there, I just want people to realize like if you're going through a friend breakup and you're the one who was essentially like broken up with, I put that in air quotes, it's okay to like have feelings. Like it's okay to cry. I cried for two days straight because People mean so much to you and you don't realize how much they mean to you until they're gone and out of your life. And so if you're going through the same thing, which maybe you are, remember, it's okay to have feelings, but don't let them live rent free in your head. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't just be like, I wonder what he's thinking. You can't do that because that's not moving on and getting past it. I never thought he was going to come back and at me or talk to me again. I never thought it was going to be like that. It was to the point where at school, I was always on high alert and anxious because I didn't want to see him because yeah. I knew what he said about me. I know what his friends thought about me. They had done rude things to me in the hallway that we're not going to talk about on here. It's, it was a very anxiety like thing for me. Like I was just extremely anxious. So now that we're back and I, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if we're going to be as close as we were before. I don't know if there's going to be a divide. I don't know if we're going to be able to get through it. But as of right now, I'm happy. I hope you're happy. I am. I hope we're figuring things out. We're communicating more. Mom, communication, is, happy. <laughs> communication is so important in any form of relationship, friendship, whatever. Yeah. So just communicate. And I mean, I understand wanting to be global for things, but don't be global for everything. Communicate, talk to people. Um, but that's just my biggest piece of advice. Like, it's okay to cry. It's okay. It, it honestly hurts more than a relationship yeah. breakup, in my opinion. I think... And I guess for you, you were the one who, like, cut it off. So I don't know how you felt. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't know. Because my feelings are all over the place all the time. And I'm very, like, I'm emotional. But at the same time, I don't really like to show my emotions as much. I feel like I would, I show more of my emotion when I'm, like, at least really, really good friends with someone. Or I'm at least in a relationship with someone. Because... You know, that's a time when you have to show emotion. You can't just be like straight faced all the time. You can't just be dull. Yeah. Um, I obviously had feelings for it and I had emotions and I just like, I think that whole time I was just like, I was going through a lot that I was just like, I was thinking about one thing and then I would think about the thing that happened between me and Maddie. And then I would think about another thing. It would just go back and forth. 
between all these things. And I was just trying to be like, I need to like not think about it for now. I need to just not say anything, just keep my mouth shut and not be like a dick. Cause that's what I was like. And I shouldn't have been that way. And I feel like she didn't really do anything to me at all. But like after the fact, like when that happened, she probably hated me. She probably was like, that fucking see, bitch. I never hated him. It was weird for me to see that coming out of his mouth, I guess, even though it wasn't like a verbal thing. But it was weird to see someone who I like literally like trusted with my entire life and like loved more than anyone else in the entire world because we were just so close. It was like a brother, sister, like kind of like thing going on. It just felt like the whole world kind of stopped. And then I was like, oh no. So I guess like when he added me back on Snapchat, we started talking and like talking about the situation. I asked him like why he decided to add me on Snapchat. And I don't remember exactly what you said. Like what made you Should like, I look? Well, like what like I wanna know like what went through your mind like the first few days before you like thought about it. Or like was it like that day? Like what I think the first <laughs> I almost fell <laughs> off my chair. I'm so sorry. Uh, I think the first few days before I did it or the day of I did it where I was like thinking before about it. I was like, I really literally never had a connection with someone more than Maddie at all and I felt like I wasn't gonna have that again and it kind of hit me hard because I was like I already went through three breakups in the last six months let's add four more um you know um um I do have really close friends and I love them so much but I feel like me and Maddie were more close and we have more connection um it was a it was different than any other friendship yeah and I don't know how to explain it like yeah same I I was just thinking about I want one of my closest friends back because although we might not be as close as we used to, just be good friends with her or at least be neutral, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like he said that. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, he was like, I think I was very shocked at how respectful he was about it. He was like, if you want to, he kind of put it on me. Like, how do you feel? And at first I was like, absolutely not. Like at first yeah. I was like, no, like I can't, I can't do that anymore. And then the more I thought about it, I kind of was able to sleep on it because I sent something and he didn't open it till the next day. So I kind of slept on it and I was like, I thought about one of my other friends who did the exact same thing, blocked me out of nowhere or whatever. Um, yeah. And- Sorry, we we're doing ASL yeah. again. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out who I gave her about. a second chance and we are closer than we've ever been before. Um, and so I thought, I truly believe in second chances. I don't necessarily think about third, fourth, fifth chances. Yeah. And I was actually talking to my mom about this whole situation because my mom always called Alex his, her son, like oh. Mandy, you know, all that stuff. And she said, here's the thing. I will support you this time. Like this second chance, yes, I'm supporting you. But if you do third, fourth bitches, I won't support you. I mean, I have been thinking a lot about your mom. Because I'm terrified. Like, she's a nice woman, and I love her so much. But I'm, like, I... One thing I hate absolutely in the world is confrontation, and I hate, like, when things get really serious because I just get very afraid of it because the amount of times that things have been serious or confrontational, they did not end up well. Or I just get freaked out, or else... I, I don't like showing my emotions. She, like, when she was talking to me the other night, she was like, I've never... <laughs> I, I have never seen you break down like that and I usually that only happens when you're like 
he was he's like the time I remember crying like that was when I like broke up with my boyfriend and I was like it wasn't like that like literally like we both said we can't explain like what our connection was it yeah. just like was so different I like, feel like it was just natural it wasn't forced yeah because for like sure. at the first time when we started being friends we weren't really that close no and, like we would hang out in choir a lot yeah but we wouldn't be like oh we're not gonna hang out outside of school outside yeah. of choir that, that was kind of happening thing. but then we became closer because we kind of opened up more and like all the, like she was probably the first person I actually opened up to. I do have friends I've opened up to a lot, but like her, I did more because at the t- period in time that we were talking, I was going through a lot of like mental change, obviously for certain reasons and more closer to the beginning of 2020 from January to at least May. That was probably the period of change that was going a lot most. And that's how I feel like that period is when we became the closest because that's when show choir was going on. And obviously we're spending probably a lot of time together. Yeah. We come over a lot. Um, and I was obviously going through sh- crap. I'm, I don't, I'm not trying to cuss on here, but like, obviously it's probably going to come out. It will happen every once um, in a while. And she was going through stuff as well. So I feel like we were both there for each other and opening up and just going through a moderate period of change. And I think it hurt so much when he kind of blocked everything because that Saturday night after the lake, I guess, we kind of like sat on the deck and just like really opened up to each other. And I said things that I had never told anyone before. And so then it was like, I just said that kind of almost got emotional with it because I'm strong, you know. And um, then I felt like it all kind of went to like, Crap, I guess yeah because of what happened so. and then there is one there's a certain reason and it's the main reason why that all happened which we're not going to bring up on here let me talk separately it's not about the things I said it's about maybe a certain person affecting the way I was thinking around the time maybe I'm not saying it on here but because <laughs> I don't need drama right now ASL again. We're doing it. <laughs> Promoting Helen Keller ASL. I don't know if that's really wrong or not, but I'm just saying ASL is good. We love blind people. We love deaf and blind people. They're not blind. They're deaf. <laughs> ASL's Same thing. Sign language. Same thing. Okay. Um, Braille. Yeah. Go Braille. Um. But <laughs> well, Braille. Um. Yeah. So that's that part. I feel like we should probably close this I'm out. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm here to say it feels really, really good to be back in each other's lives again. I feel like she's glad because she's just going to become Gretchen Wieners again with me. Just kidding. But I do feel like, here's another thing. I had a really, really close friend just like Maddie. And I, on this podcast, when I'm talking about these topics, except if someone's actually here with me, like Maddie, or if it's just a guest, I'll say their actual name. But if it's someone I actually don't want them coming for me, mm-hmm. I'll probably use yeah. nicknames. So this certain person, um, let's say their name was Philip. 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 His name is Philip. And um he was just like Maddie. He's a really close friend of mine. And um you know we had multiple falling outs and it was hard on me. And I do really care about him and I love him and he knows I'll always be there for him. I just felt like I feel like we both had so many fallouts. It kind of just ruined it for both of us. And we had one final fallout and we were just both done. And the final fallout wasn't really my fault. 
or his fault. I just feel like we both were just done. And I do care about him. And if he listens to this, which he probably won't, I do love you and I do care for you and I do miss you. And I feel like I'm glad this might sound right. I'm glad we're not friends anymore because I feel like we're better not together because I feel like I don't know. But yeah. So we're gonna close out the friendship part. <laughs> Wild. I don't know what the next part's going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to record it tonight by myself or Maddie's going to be part of the conversation because the next episode is going to be about relationships, not friendships, relationships, meaning we're going to talk about exes, girlfriends, boyfriends, um, cheating. I've never cheated, actually. I can't talk about any of this because I'm a professional single person. But she does have a lot of comments on my relationship. I, I do. I should actually be on that. But, so. That okay. might be happening soon so all right um goodbye well thank and you for having me yes so and thank you for coming to stuck in the suburbs and this is it's been so long since the first episode so i'm so sorry and i'm gonna get them out i'm trying to get them out one a week i don't know which days it's gonna be weird last week i did friday not last week last time i did friday and now it's friday i think yeah, <laughs> yeah. well i might do it on fridays because it's the end of week and then i'll have a lot of to think about but well thank you well not welcome thank you rebranding <laughs> thank, <you. laughs> thank you for coming to second suburbs bye